0: Let me now go straight across to Tamil Nadu's finance minister to find out what lessons have has Chennai learned. Thanks very much, Dr. Pallanivel Thiyagrajan, Tamil Nadu's finance minister joining me. Uh, Dr. Thiyagrajan, the big question, heavy rainfall in the last few days, not perhaps as bad as 2015, certainly, but still several parts of Chennai in particular inundated, other parts of Tamil Nadu, North Chennai, badly affected. What's the big learning over the last few days that you and your government have had?
1: Uh, first, I would say, Rajdeep, that the rainfall has been quite intense. It's not uh, that far apart from 2015. Uh, we have had two days of more than 20 centimeters rainfall in recorded places. Mm-hmm. And in the first 10 days of the month, we've had about 700 millimeters uh, the record for rainfall in Chennai, uh, the previous three or four records dating back to 1918, uh, between 1,000 and 1,100 uh, uh, millimeters for the entire month. So 10 days, 700 millimeters is actually, uh, you know, a higher than the record. Second, I think the learning is that, you know, there are both short-term and medium-term and long-term problems here. The short-term problems are that there was massive corruption in the money that was earmarked for the stormwater drains. Mm -hmm. Uh, The former chief minister said in his campaign speech that were we to get rains again, we would not see the roads flood. That was his basis for seeking votes, particularly in areas like Tindagar, stating the amount of money that had been spent. And yet those were not done. So there has been some uh, uh, massive corruption. The, our chief minister has announced that there will be an inquiry commission. I had already announced a special audit of uh, smart city schemes all over the state uh, for various violations. I can get into it if you care. But in this case, it seems to have been so egregious that he feels an uh, inquiry commission is warranted. In the medium term, I would say that uh, urban planning has not been one of the uh, best kind of priorities or practices of the government uh, particularly for the last 10 years because it was a different government. But uh, to be fair, I would say historically, uh, we have been less than stellar at it. All over India, all governments.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I think the biggest learning in the long term is that we have lost very many precious water bodies, uh, the Anais, the, the Aries, the Coulombs, the Kamais. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are paying the consequences for not having done uh, enough to restore the water bodies uh, in, the, in the medium and long term.
0: I'm glad you're being honest uh, about the water bodies that over the years have got destroyed. But let's look at those long-term and short-term causes that you pointed out for waterlogging. And this is true not just of Chennai, but the country. Short-term, you claim there is corruption in the smart city project. That money that was earmarked uh, a few years ago for better quality drainage. Are you telling me that all that money was siphoned off? And that you're inquiring into it? Because as we said, this is a problem across cities, municipal, local bodies. And remember, uh, uh, Dr. Thiagarajan, the Chennai City Corporation over the years has been controlled by the DMK. That this money, your pa- you can't just pass it on, therefore, to the AI DMK. The fact is that money earmarked for stormwater drains over the years
1: has been misused. Yeah, well, I think you need to check your facts on that one. The last five years, there has been no cooperation. Uh, In the case of the smart city, let me just reiterate why I said there would be a special audit. Mm -hmm. The smart city program is a joint program between the union government and the state government. It called for certain norms to be followed. Mm -hmm. The starting point of that norm was that local bodies and mayors Mm -hmm. should have the design uh, uh, kind of approval and that there should be an oversight committee with MLAs and MPs Mm -hmm. and other elected representatives who are going to be uh, minding it and that there should be a special purpose vehicle set up for the multi-year funding that was happened, All of these were uh, violated in the case of Tamil Nadu. There was no local body election held Mm -hmm. the last time there were local bodies 2016. So one of the primary reasons that I said there would be an audit is that there have been grotesque violations of all the norms in the smart city program, Mm -hmm. not just in Chennai, all over Tamil Nadu, for example, in my city, Mm -hmm. nobody was consulted on the program. The single officer who served as both the commissioner of Chennai Corporation, The special officer in lieu of the mayor when there was no local body and the CEO of Madurai Spar City Corporation Limited made decisions, obviously, on political pressure, which nobody asked for, nobody wanted. And we have been saddled with all these consequences. And they didn't bother to constitute the MLA MP committees. And they didn't even bother to get uh, town and country planning approval for their projects. That's how grotesque the violations were. So I knew all that without coming to Chennai. In Madurai itself, I knew all that. And that's why I've announced that we will set up the audit. In Chennai, it turned out that they particularly uh, did this on the sm- on the stormwater drains, which, as I say, I don't need to claim credit for it. The f- previous chief minister, Mr. EPS, used it in his campaign rallies. I'm happy to send you the video if you haven't seen it already. It's been circulating all over the internet today, where he, in Tina, he said, you will not have this problem because we have fixed it. And clearly, they have not fixed it. So then it requires something more than an audit. It requires an so- inquiry commission.
0: So the short-term problem is that the smart city project has led to irregularities, you're claiming. Let's come to the long-term. And that in a way is again something that is exposed across the country in Chennai in 2015, which is that construction has gone on over water bodies. Water bodies have been completely choked by illegal encroachments. And uh, Chennai also has seen exactly what's happening in my city of Mumbai or indeed Delhi or any city. Do you agree that the fact that despite various expert committees saying that you need to create spaces for the water to drain into these water bodies, the encroachment continues, the lake areas are encroached upon, is this again a wake-up call once again for Chennai? Yeah,
1: I I would just make uh, two slight uh, varied, varied points. The first is, I think that things that were doable within six months of coming to power and two months of doing COVID relief in the first uh, two months because of 6X uh, second wave compared to first wave. I think it's hard for anybody to fault this government of what we've done in four months. I personally was involved in the kickoff meeting for the preparedness for the monsoon, which the Honorable Chief Minister chaired, I don't know, about two months ago. And there have been routine meetings and 700 kilometers of uh, uh, drains were uh, cleared And so within the time period available to us, which is roughly starting in July after we got over the second wave of COVID, the execution on the ground has been phenomenal. And that is why you see, including the last four or five days, the chief minister has been on the ground personally himself, visiting every affected area, explaining the situation, ensuring relief, ensuring food is supplied, ensuring shelters are built. So operationally, the same skill and diligence that our party always had and brought to things like the COVID uh, recovery on second wave, we have done. So whatever was doable in the short term, we have done particularly well, I would say. Others will have to say whether it's, uh, they agree or not. In the medium term and long term, you're exactly right that uh, this needs a longer-term solution about the whole management of water mm-hmm. because we have talked about this before, I think, that the problem basically is that well, once water falls on the ground, it either is going to recharge the ground or run off to the sea or evaporate the determinant of that math is really whether you have places where the surface area is small and the volume is large so over time you can actually percolate and recharge groundwater mm-hmm. and since we have no way of going back and deconstructing you know the whole host of 40 50 years of violations we're going to have to come up with a systematic approach for groundwater recharge uh, in a way that gives us mass relief across all cities all areas of the, of the state
0: now, the, the reason, how, again, I'm asking you this, and this is, again, not just true of Chennai, but the country. We've seen in city after city, we've now reached the stage where the vested interests are so entrenched in the real estate sector, hand in glove with many politicians who are builders themselves. So, not just in Chennai, but across India's cities, in areas which were formerly water bodies, whether it's the mangroves of Mumbai or the lakes of Chennai, uh, the or, or Bengaluru's lakes, uh, you're finding that the water bodies are now full of construction material. How do you reverse a process that has already pushed cities like Chennai to the brink? The fact that flooding takes place because of the damage caused to the natural drainage system by encroachments. How are you actually ever going to reverse that now?
1: Yeah, I'm not sure that reversal is possible. But I wasn't talking about reversal. I said there are many different ways to recharge groundwater. We can create new tanks for example, or we can create uh, ground recharge shafts uh, mm-hmm. in every corner, in every street, etc. Mm-hmm. But I want to make a distinction. I, I, i more than you, will say that there's a lot of corruption, a lot of vested interests, a lot of land mafia, etc. Et mm-hmm. But encroachment didn't start with them. If you look at Tamil Nadu, at least, the bulk of encroachment has been government encroachment and the entity, you know, private entity and corporate and uh, uh you know those kinds of uh, peoples encroachment educational institutions encroachment mm-hmm. you know where i live in madurai mm-hmm. uh the six when when i was a boy in the early 70s the six or seven or eight uh, uh, tanks around me are now the police reserve line housing all india radio and the kendriya vidyalaya income tax office mm-hmm. uh, the tamil Sai uh, sangam the madurai corporation office the mm-hmm. district court the high court etc So it is the government itself that at various points has started this. And then, of course, others have followed. So, of course, we cannot reverse this. This is not just a question of political will to stand up against vested Mm interests. It is a question of political will to come up with a better long-term plan going forward and something that uh, doesn't repeat the mistakes of the past. We can't reverse it, but -hmm. we can prevent this from happening in the future and then find other solutions with the new technology and the new Equipment available to overcome the damage of these things over the last 40 50 years. But would you broadly, in conclusion, believe today, uh, Dr.
0: Thiagarajan, that Chennai, indeed Tamil Nadu, or, or all our major metros are finding it more and more difficult to contain these large bursts of rainfall that take place in a short period of time because the drainage system is the one severely affected and there hasn't been enough investment in stormwater drainage? Uh, as I said, not Chennai today, completely underwater. Do you really believe in the sh- uh, that in the next 5-10 years, things will improve or we will have to continue to battle it out for year after year as the monsoons intensify?
1: Yeah, I believe so. I, I, I'll, I'll actually add three longer-term trends into this that we should think about. One, uh, Tamil Nadu is the most urbanized state in the country. Roughly 50% of the population lives in urban areas. Mm-hmm. While that comes with many advantages, The consequences of not having good urban planning are also uh, exacerbated by that kind of volume of shift. Mm -hmm. Two, that the demands for infrastructure are only going to keep growing. We can't expect that they will uh, be cut back at any time. So we have to come up with better solutions for this. Mm -hmm. Three, there are only so many things that you can do in the short term, but there are a lot of things you can do in the long term. So. If you start now with a, let's say a 10 year plan or a five year plan, in five years, I think we can do a lot of alleviation, in 10 years we can do a lot more. But I want to point out again, the fundamental difference between 2015 and now is not that we got very little rain, relatively speaking. Relatively speaking, we have gotten more rain. We've got 700 millimeters in 10 days than the 1,080 millimeters in 30 days that happened in uh, 2015. The things that were fundamentally wrong there that have been improved operationally, the disaster management committee meets regularly. The review meetings were held by the chief minister multiple times. We'd started definitely clearing the stormwater drains ahead of time. We did field inspections. Something as simple as dam management has been delegated back to the engineer. In the old, you may remember the CIG report and the reports of 2015 about how the dam was opened too late and then had to flood a lot of places dam management has been delegated to the respective engineers of the water management department and they decide how to manage and they don't need to wait and get orders from three levels up and five levels up let alone all the way to the chief minister Mm -hmm. so what could be improved operationally what could be done in four five months of coming to office i would say we have made a big difference otherwise this 700 meters would have caused much worse damage than this and would have had much worse consequences than this But there is a limit to what you can do in the short term. There are structural problems. We are the first to admit that. And we will figure out solutions to them. I don't know about reversal, but we can certainly uh, improve the consequences and prevent further damage going forward. Dr. Thiagrajan,
0: as always, erudite as ever, giving us the government of Tamil Nadu's perspective. And perhaps some of those lessons, it appears, from 2015 have been learned. But as always... It's a long road ahead when it comes to water management in our cities. Appreciate you're joining us uh, on the news today. Stay safe and stay well. Thank you.